Hello and welcome to episode 34 of The Big Conspire. I'm Rick. I'm Lee. And we've got Phil. I'm Amish Phil. (laughs) We've got Amish Phil. Amish Phil from Liverpool. No, I'm kidding. Uh, (laughs) uh, From the Amish Inquisition. It's nice of him to join us tonight. We're um, we're, we're, we're conspiracy. I don't think you're... You're not exactly conspiracy, are you? You're more... Uh, as you called it, the matrix of different ideas of history and stuff like that. You know, generally, you're a lot. I, I listen to a lot of your like. Obviously, you're, I listen to your podcast. So your a lot of your guests are uh, my head falls off my shoulders sometimes. Like, what the fuck are they talking about? Like, it's a little bit. But yeah, what, what would you consider yeah. your? Come. What would you we consider don't really, your um, podcast? We, we don't really sort of stick rigidly to conspiracies, mm. although I find them fascinating. Yeah, it's more. Uh, I like the alternative history stuff and ancient history stuff. Yeah, um, but and we have we have mainstream people as well, mainstream Egyptologists, archaeologists, physicists. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. So um, yeah, just whoever we deem interesting. But basically, there's no you, sort of hard and fast rules. Do you struggle to like? Do you get people on that you not haven't necessarily read a lot of their stuff or whatever and you just know that they're particularly you know a lot about their stuff and then they're talking about what they're talking about and your head's like what are you talking about do you, do you know yeah and, and like struggle to ask them questions relative questions about what the fuck they're talking about it can be it depends on the guest um it's like we've got someone coming on who's um a mycologist you're familiar with mycology and mycelium networks yeah us in star trek <laughs> yeah, it into the mycelium. Yeah, it's becoming like a word, like a more popular word. It's like you hear it. Yeah, you know, the first place I heard it was in Star Trek, and then it's like becoming. It's like Star Trek's turned. It's like real science now. It's like what the fuck? It's a real thing. Like, but you know, like a lot of stuff. Well, like, Star, Star Star Trek or whatever. Like. It's this guy called Paul Stamets who's been popularizing it recently. He was on Joe Rogan a couple of years Did ago. You just say Paul Stamets. Paul Stamets. I'm sure that's the, that's the, the um character. That's the name in Star of the character Trek. in Star Trek. Right, Is so, that... so the the company I can't remember the name of the production company behind Star yeah. Trek um, Discovery, but they consulted with Paul Stamets about this mycelium network um, and how theoretically okay. it could work. And I then thought it was named, a Mandela uh, moment then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck's going on? It's real. <laughs> yeah, so they so they named the the chief engineer's character after him. Oh, ah, okay, all right. So I didn't know that. We, we were we were getting all excited. Oh, it's Paul Stamets. It's a real man. I've said, I've said, so gone. No, it's just be a hell of a synchronicity that if it was yeah, done accidentally. Fantastic. <laughs> I've said to Lee a couple of times maybe about like maybe getting people on to, to talk about stuff, and you were like, actually, quite like what you're doing, you know, just talking about. You know, just yeah. It's we, like it's like kitchen talk kind of thing. You know, you have a get together. I think it's like a, just. I describe it as like being down the pub with your mates, and you, all, you all of you have like know a little except, bit about, about something. Like you. 
Oh, yeah, fair enough. We're often <laughs> down the pub with people we don't like. Um, we're down, like you're down the pub and each of you know a little bit or you've read some stuff and then you start having a discussion and then that turns into what you know and what you don't know. And none of you really know anything. You're just having no. a chat. And hopefully Why people listen to what we're saying and maybe it will make them think different things anyway, you know. If, well, if they're like imagination a little bit of a spark or maybe just people just listen and go oh, what a bunch of idiots it's fine but, either way well, I don't mind. Might, shut up a minute the, yeah exactly the, the, like so the, my the reason i actually wanted to start this podcast is because you're saying like people would listen to you or whatever no one ever like whatever didn't matter what i was fucking trying to like put across get family get togethers whatever no one listens to me it's like oh you're just an idiot you're the idiot i'm the idiot conspiracy theorist so now it's like I'm right about a lot of things, aren't I? You know what I mean? I never admit you're right. Kind of like you know, like you know, nine eleven, and you know, I think you're still on the fence a little bit about that. A little bit. I've been trying to convince Lee to do a a nine eleven um, podcast. He said, "But it's too big. It's so much about it." So, but that's the point of it. We could do like in in two parts or whatever. And you know, you just put. Just find all the, the bits and chuck well, it in and chuck your own fucking the, ideas. The problem there. is it, me and you, we're, we're pretty sh like shit at doing any sort of real uh, research. You know what I mean? We'll go on the internet for a little bit. We'll... Yourself, don't put oh, me oh, into come your on. You're exactly the same as me. We'll copy-paste a few things. A lot of the time we'll just read off someone else's you know, website and have a chat and then say what we think about it afterwards. 9-11 yeah. is huge and there's people who've done so much better stuff than we'd ever like managed to do we wouldn't do oh, any think, sort of justice to it no, no well yeah but it's again it's just you're just in the you're in the pub talking about it aren't you so 9-11 is like a, a um i'm sure we'll tackle relevant. it we'll tackle I'd it at some point do, because things will just you know the more stuff we go through that, the more than jfk because i don't i mean it's interesting <laughs> like i think that comes from jfk with the, you know all the bushes and all that shit <laughs> the grassy knoll, you mean? Yeah, well, you know, like... Uh, oh, do you mean like George Bush being there? Yeah, see, like, yeah, you know, like just all different stuff with, and then linked in with the Mafia and all that stuff. But I don't, ultimately, I don't care. Don't care, yeah. It's like, he wasn't my, you know, I don't give a shit about American presidents and stuff. Apart from it's good to talk about it. But I'd much rather, like 9-11 was part of, you know, it's affected me, you know, with planes and... You know, all the security and all that fucking bullshit, you know, and all the and, and the wars and, and the wars, yeah, Jesus Christ, yeah, yeah. So that's you know, not that I've obviously gone and fought or anything like that. But I mean, I, this is I, the beauty of sorry, this is the beauty of what of what what we're doing is that you can, you know, with this modern technology, you can get someone who spent the last twenty years nearly looking at nine eleven and tap mm. their brains for an hour. Yeah, from what you know, this is you don't have to do all that research. You've got other people to do it, and just get them there, and just like, yeah, I quite like talking about it, but yeah, it would be it'd be actually really good to get someone on and seven seven as well because that's not I, I don't I don't heard I wouldn't you know like any podcasts you know people come and research not for you know a long time like talked about the, the you know the in, in, inconsistencies with the you know all that shit so that'd be definitely be an interesting one. What's your um favorite favorite? What's your most interested? sort of conspiracy say phil that you like maybe that you lie awake thinking about at night <laughs> gives you nightmares. i think i think it's gotta be the one we're living through <laughs> and because um... literally you can lie awake thinking shit yeah because we are actually going we're, we're living in um what's that bloody film they live we're living in they live like right now you know <laughs> we're in I, sound, right. I watched that a couple of weeks ago. It's a fantastic film. Um, 
shit, I forgot what I was going to say now. But for years, I don't know, I've got to put my tin foil hat right on. For years, I've sort of, that's like fantasised about it. Sort of thought about, uh, you know, at some point they're going to come and put us in camps and, you know, all that shit. And I didn't. FEMA camps. Know. Well, yeah. Black helicopters. I can't work out where the FEMA camps are in the UK. I don't know what they're going to do with us. I don't know. Maybe they're just going to kill us. Um, yeah. yeah and just I like the wait. grand. I like the sort of grand, um, you know, World Economic Forum, Agenda 21, Agenda 2030, yeah, I love it. Club of Rome. <laughs> and it's brilliant. The, the, good, the good stuff about that is that, I mean, it's not hidden. It's all there. It's all mm. published. You can go, you go and read it all, what the plans are and what how the COVID answer? stuff is going to trans, transmit into mm. climate change. And, yeah. you know, will we stand for climate lockdowns? There was an article today saying that um, UNICEF, Greta Thunberg's come out, she's a patron for UNICEF, say, and this latest report that's come out today Good looking is man. saying that there is one billion children at risk from climate change. So, I well, mean, if we're going to lock the world down to save 82-year-olds... I would say, you know, there's a good chance we'll lock the world down to save a billion kids. 100%. Did you see they, uh, Scotland, I, I don't know if they've actually passed it, but it was in the news, I think you talked about it, Lee, about um, saying that they, Scotland, want to keep some of their powers, you know, their emergency powers, just in case they need to put them back in. But obviously they can just lock you down for any old shit. It's, it's so they can, if there's any health you know, implications, and they could just lock down a certain area, which goes in with the, you know, the, the climate change. I mean, I've tried to talk to my family. God, I've tried to talk to the rest of my family about this. So even though I, I pop into my mum's every um, twice a week you know, uh, to make sure she's all right, and I sit down, and it invariably comes up because she's, you know, she's 73 and BBC and all that stuff and believes every single thing to do with COVID. And she's like, anytime anything comes up, I start, uh, yeah, but this about going on about the world, it come on from and mum, they're going to try and stop you eating meat. She's like, what are you talking about? And I can't help it. Every single conversation, <laughs> I like, fucking... And she's like, no. I said, yeah, you know, you've just got to look at, you know... Talking no. about stopping to eat meat, I found a, um, a news thing, and it's basically someone in... Two US scientists have managed to... I think this is quite recent. Uh, maybe last month. Um, they've managed to... Find a way to, um, like, make plastic so it turns into protein so you can eat it. <laughs> <laughs> I, d I just let me just read it. Um, two U.S. Obviously. scientists have won a one million euro, uh, one point one eight million pri uh, dollar prize for creating a food generator concept that turns plastic into protein. Uh, the twenty twenty one Future Insight Prize went to Ting Lu, a professor of bioengineering. Um, and Stephen Techman, Associate Professor of Biological Sciences uh, for the project. It uses microbes to degrade plastic waste and convert it into food. German science and technology com company Merck sponsors the prize. Global plastics production totaled 368 million metric tons in 2019. The only decline in the past 60 years came because of COVID-19 pandemic choke production of goods worldwide as factories sputtered and shipping slowed down. So basically, yeah, they've found a way that they're going to turn plastic in. You could be able to eat plastic. Is that, how that they that's, make, all, uh, that's all good, isn't it? Is that is that how they make the food in Star Trek? Then I don't Star know. Trek thing, they, they just but convert. you could you could make it up, could you? 
Well, do we, it doesn't matter so, about if we if we keep chucking plastic in the sea and stuff, then does it? Don't worry about that because yeah. they can just turn it into food. Right. Oh no, no, no. We've we've fixed it because do you remember how we used to have, uh, you know, when you go to McDonald's, you used to have a plastic straw wrapped in paper. <laughs> well, yeah. now you have a paper straw wrapped in plastic. I know. Yeah, I know. It's, it's insane, insane. Oh yeah. It's better to cut trees down than make plastic. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking nuts. Oh, I can't. I can't help but see. Um, completely changed subject now. Kind of like almost conspiracies and everything. I'm sound like a nutter. Um, I was. My wife had um, David Attenborough on last night. She loves to listen to his voice or whatever. And I, I think yeah, he's great at talking. But Is that why you're just, in bed? Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like, we won't go into that. She's like, she's like, shut up and put David Attenborough on. But um, no, just him talking about. Obviously, he's been everywhere, you know, he loves his animals and stuff like that. But you can see he, he, he hates humans. You can see it in his eyes, like, you know, and he, he, he's, he wants to get rid of humans. The crux, the crux of the thing at the end of it was like, what we have to do is reduce the population. My wife's going, yeah, that's probably quite a good idea. It's like, but yeah, but you can't just, you can't just choose to just kill people, you know what I mean? Or even limit, I don't think, limit. All right, um, all right, how, right how, how much do we need, to, does he want to read? Reduce the population by uh, like, I don't know. like forty percent. No, I, I yeah, but he, he's a bit coy, coy about it, isn't he? I reckon he's so five hundred million he wants left on the planet, like the Georgia Guidestones. He wrote it. No. Right. So like, <laughs> all, right, all right, all right, Sir David, uh, Isaac Newton, Einstein, Mary Curie, uh, Nikola Tesla. Which ones? Which ones are going? Which yeah, ones aren't going to be born? Exactly my point. Exactly, because if you get you, if you select anybody to go. You don't know who you who you you know. You might knock off a your Hitler here and there, but there's so many geniuses and you know everybody's unique. Every you need everybody to make this human connection. I know there's a lot of fuckers about. I mean, I'm a fucker. You know. What I, I think mean? we but know. That's just we know that it's not to do with like population. It's to do with the distribution of wealth and that they've got enough technology. What, what or, are we talking about? There's enough. Well, for people, like there's not. Oh, there's too many people on the planet. It's not too many no. people. It's just all oh, no. it's just all done wrong, isn't it? Set up wrong. Yeah. Set up for the people at the top to carry on. And what they kill us, and they'll just carry on fucking oh, in there. That's what the climate change is, isn't it? With the carbon credits and that. It's so yes. you know, everyone everyone so, stop so, driving your car, but it's not us producing the main amount of pollution. It's these big companies. Mm. I think I was reading something the other day. Um, there was I don't know, there was like this, some six big companies produce forty percent of the pollution in the world, but they're blaming like the normal people for it. It's not us. It's them, but. You know, we're going to be paying for it because that's the way they want it to go. There's a famous stat, and I'm going to get the number wrong, but it's something like we produce enough food to feed the population three times over. Yeah. And everyone on the planet can fit in Texas or something like that, or Bristol. It's something stupid like that. You know, it's, like, it's just not... And on Isle of Wight, they will stand shoulder to shoulder. Yeah, some like, yeah, stand ten deep, shoulder to shoulder, or whatever. Yeah, yeah I think on each was, other's shoulders. And maybe that's yeah, maybe there's there's too many billions now, and they're they're all being a bit in the sea. But there's enough food, etc., etc., etc. But you, it's right; it's just the way it's distributed. But it's like blame everybody and blame too many people. Poverty. I mean, he did. To be fair, he was he did say, you know, there's too much poverty, and that that's the thing that needs to change. But you know that it won't. It it would just be. Just kill us, and they'll just be there with their automated fucking robots serving them. And oh, I don't know, and these transhuman sex slave fucking half donkey, whatever. It's all, it's uh, all, all good. Do you know yeah, that? Probably. For sure. they don't. 
that's why you know I think uh, I, I don't know what do you think about you know cryptids when um, I don't know like wing do you, do you hear about people seeing wing what's his man Mothman and all that shit I think it's probably come from some secret base somewhere where they're experimenting with the gene therapy on people and then these animals have escaped or whatever they've tried to hunt them down you know as a bit of sport and they've just got away and they're just like oh fuck it don't matter we're just well, like Jean-Claude Van Damme movie Hard Target uh, I don't remember, remember that one uh, I've probably seen it is, was it I presume it's an 80s one or is it a more recent 90s or that'd be 90s it, wouldn't it 90s 80s, yeah about 90s, 90s, 93-ish 93-ish I think okay so obviously what was he doing um, the the plot was that these sort of gang of rich billionaires got get together every month or whatever, and Ooh, they bad. hunt they hunt humans. Like some people are captured, and there's like twenty people, and they set yeah. them off. They give them a head start, and then these rich sure. assholes come and hunt them. Uh, I thought you meant um, Van Damme was hunting down cryptids in the field. Like, <laughs> I couldn't remember that. <laughs> That's what I was saying. Like, oh, what was the uh, hard target? He's hunting uh, Bigfoot. I mean, it's I'd been a, to see few, that. a few films like that where they like rich people are hunting the, what, mm. us poor people. It used to be the other way around, like the French Revolution, didn't it? No, I don't mean that. I used to be. <laughs> I did. I, I did used to be more. I'm more. Um, I'm more a spiritual guy now. But this this shit is going on now. It's like. I don't, it's obviously, you know. I'm, it's more spiritual. Hang them all. Well, yeah. I, no, I am. I am. I used to be very. Um, for violent revolution, I did. I was very much a um, hard left socialists want to take get get you know redistribute the wealth from cut their heads off put them against the wall and stuff like that never i wouldn't have done it but that was like my sort of political motivation but now i'm i'm more sort of spiritual but with all that i suppose all the crap going on it i suppose there's going to be sort of lines drawn the way it's going what are you going to do i don't know sit down and take it probably maybe i think that's how it's going yeah it's yeah. really because i mean it's a bit. I think it's a. I think it's a bit harder for them to do it in America, because they've got guns. And I know they've tried and tried to, you know, push the false flag and try and push things so that they can take their guns away. I don't know how they're gonna. But it's get still their guns off people. still working in America. There's still places where it, they are being masked. Yeah, I know. They are I know, masking but... their children, and they are, you know, staying in. Well, I don't know about so much staying indoors, but they did stay indoors. Yeah, in, not... in, in certain places. But I, I think I. Don't get me wrong. In fact, I'm just going to fucking make it up. Um, it's probably in the places that are the gun, gunless ones, the gunless places, the places that are green. So the, isn't it like California and New York and stuff like that where you can't... I don't think anywhere is gunless. No, you know, like open carry and et cetera. With the, gun, the places like Texas, Florida, is that the gun laws are a bit more lenient? Yeah. Oh, I, think, yeah uh, I, think, I think you can conceal carry in New York. Can you? I think you can conceal carry in New York, but it's very oh, right. hard to to get it. But yeah, yeah it's all stratified. Different states mm. have different. But uh, it's it it doesn't matter because they, they have the military. Yeah, of course. It doesn't matter, yeah. it doesn't matter how well yeah. armed you are. No, I we think a, tank, a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people are coming to the realization that they're starting homesteading, and they're they're selling up and moving out into the country yeah. and buying some land and raising pigs and chickens and growing. You know, small small holdings and trying to be self sufficient off mm. the grid and yeah, yeah, and just sort of watch the world burn. From, Maybe from the, the thing Why is, though, do... hold on. The thing is, if the government want to get rid of them people, they're just a drone strike away as well, aren't they? In their homestead, it's not, mm. and there's no one going to be recording it. I don't know. Would they? Would no, they I don't think. I can't, 
the way I see it going is the sort of smart city, sustainable development stuff. Yeah. And that's that, the you idea, know, isn't it? Yeah. That you, you, you look at all this stuff, the, the United Nations stuff like Agenda 21 and what have you, and the, the way they talk about rewilding certain areas outside of the main city centre hubs will be off limits. You that's what um, David Attenborough talked about last night and that thing. Because yeah, yeah. those wild yeah. areas would be where the rich people hunt the poor people. So you won't be allowed <laughs> in there. Yeah, yeah and me. you'll just have these sort of condensed population centres. And this there's a lot of talk about called 15-minute uh, cities. So the idea is that wherever you, where you live, everyone will live within 15 minutes walking distance of all the amenities you'll need, whether it be school, hospital, uh, yeah. know, fucking library, whatever. So you won't um, be on a... Sorry, go on. There'll be no, like, travelling. You won't leave your your area. You'll, you'll just stay in your little... Pod, like 2000 I mean, like, AD, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Your mega city, and you're living in your block, and it's just you know, like blah, blah, blah. I've um I've said to people about um you know they're building smart motorways. It's not for people. It's for fucking driverless cars, isn't it? But it, you just don't don't get it. Yeah, you don't get it. It's like no. What well, these really all dangerous. Going to break down. It's all yeah. It's all out in the open. You know. Yeah. It's like Charlie Robinson says. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm a conspiracy analyst. Because mm. it's all it's all there. It's just that theory. people people don't have the time. They don't have the time to look at this stuff and put it together. Well, it's too much on or, social or media just... to look at, isn't there? It's too many kittens and but there's a lot of dogs and I don't know. Yeah, but social media. There's a lot of people putting stuff on. You know, this. Yeah. It, social media is where you can find a lot of this stuff out as well. You know, if you if you've got the right. Not for much longer. Media. No, I know that as well. Yeah, I know there's so much. Um, to censorship and stuff. I've said to my family as well, or at least part of my family, but the rest, the other lot, the non tin foil, you know, about censorship. It's not censorship because the government's not doing it. It's private. It's like, oh, <laughs> fucking hell. And then you say about the Uyghurs in China and, you know, how they're being put into concentration camps and you'd have their you know, organs harvested. No, it's not happening. It's like, oh, why, are you, why are you bothered about it? It's like, because it's like, you look at stuff in other places and you can see the, the steps of where it's leading. Well, hopefully not leading, but you know that it is. You know it is. And I'm trying to convince myself in the last sort of few days, trying to like unred pill myself a little bit by just going, maybe I'm wrong. You know, maybe maybe I'm just wrong. And in I don't know, a couple of years to five years time, it would be at bar family barbecue and everyone would go, ha ha ha. I remember when you thought everyone wanted, you know, wanted to kill us and, Covid, you thought Covid wasn't as, you know, and all that stuff, and I go, ah, oh, yeah, uh, just give me some whiskey, but just no, I can't see it. So, uh, yeah, it's all a slow, it's all a yeah. slow burn, you know. Like the Club of Rome, I think, was sort of around nineteen seventy-two, something mm. like that. It's fifty odd years ago. This, these are all long-term things. Yeah, and a lot of this stuff may not happen in the next decade, but mm. it's coming. It's, uh, there's no one's going to stop it. It's the boiling of frog, isn't it? Your analogy, you just so... It's a great analogy, yeah. Yeah, so slow. It's such a slow creep. People, you know, the they're, like what we just went through with the lockdown, well, a lot of people went through with the lockdowns and that, and then they pull it back and then next, you know, and, but they leave a few laws in place. It's like with, mm. when the terrorist attacks happen, you know, they bring in some terror laws and then those terror laws never go away and they're there and it's a slow creep, you know, and they'll say, oh, we'll never use them, but then why are they there? But, uh, you know... I can't remember what it was. It was a couple of months ago. I was looking up something, and it, they said about a terror law that they've left there, and it was 
the powers it gave them was shocking. I can't remember it now, so I, I don't even probably shouldn't have even mentioned it. But you know, people went and looked into this stuff and know that they've got these powers that they can implement, and people don't even know about it. People would be shocked to find out. Is that in the UK? Yeah, UK. Yeah, it was the UK. It was something I can't remember, but it was a shocking thing that I found out that they could just do because it's part of the the terror laws. Next time you know, to control people. Out, why don't I'm, you? write it down or something yeah. and then get a little link and then you can actually explain it and That's, otherwise you've, you've left me tantalizingly have, now when I look have you it ever up. have you ever listened to me and listened to our podcast because this is this is par for the course mate takes too long to download our podcast go, go, go do your own research isn't that what everyone says just do your own research man yeah do your own research that's the good thing so, about Discord is you can you can put all your links. Yeah. That's what we've been doing last few. Well, we we only set up ours so know, seen, about yeah. six six weeks ago or something, and you can just put you know links and categorize everything, and it makes it a lot easier to. Uh, uh, quite a few um people have said that they've had their Discord's uh, channel shut down as well. So it was like, I think we're all right because nor any people sort of you know listen to our podcast etc. So I think we're all right for now. Maybe well, yeah. I, I feel like. We haven't got an open Discord though, if anyone doesn't go in house. If you want to join the Discord, go and join the Aim A Machine Inquisition Discord people. And then uh, I, haven't got, I haven't got a link to it, but maybe if you I don't know, I think Discord's got a search feature, so maybe if you search on it for A Machine Inquisition, it might come up and people can apply I don't know. Or if not, go and find the A Machine Inquisition podcast and then get a link for the Discord. Join yeah, us. We put we put it in the show notes huh? every week. Yeah, we have a big yeah. list of show notes where you can find pretty much everything all the because I think didn't we didn't we first connect on Odyssey? Yeah, I think I commented on one of your uh, videos. Oh, I can't remember what it was, nice. and then you you um, you read out because obviously you got the producer thing going on, which is a very good idea. Which you got off for? Did you get that from No Agenda? Yeah, yeah, it was good. But anyway, and you you read out obviously my comment, and you said you thought we were. I think you must have gone and looked us. Up and you call us cockneys. You, yeah, you call us cockneys. Very offensive. <laughs> I'm not that offensive. I'm not that bothered. So yeah, and that was that was the beginning of it. And you know we've. It's close. Spoke, though, to be fair, we do both support West Ham, so but we're not cockneys. Right. <laughs> Strong side of London. We live on the other side of London. You're yeah, you're enjoying like... the enjoying the process though. You know, thirty. This is episode thirty-four. Yeah. You obviously, uh, this I, is a famous yeah. statistic, I think, that something like 90% of podcasts don't get past episode 7. Yeah, oh, really? That is, yeah, definitely. It, yeah, I'm enjoying it, yeah. Yeah, we'll keep Come. going. Are you enjoying it? You still, you're obviously, you're 190, or didn't you? It's, uh, yeah, it's the highlight of my week, really, <laughs> podcast night. Excellent. I mean, when, we, when we started, we started just the same as you. We had... Um, just the three of us in a room, no guests, no agenda, no subject matter, just like you said, pub talk. And then, but the thing is, once you get to about 100 episodes, yeah, I, you start, yeah. you know, you, you're talking about the same things. You keep we've we've yourself, already done that already, I think. We've already done 34, <laughs> so we've already done it. So, yeah, so yeah. it's nice having, you know, you come on as well. So I went back and listened to one of your earlier uh, podcasts. Um, one of their ones? Yeah. Obviously, um, I can't, I, it wasn't right. the very first one, but it was one of your early ones. And yeah, you were just like having a laugh with each other. It was all right. I think, I think it was saying about a tiny screwdriver in it. That's all I can really remember. I don't know if you all remember from that Aldi. One. I don't, I don't yeah, know. It was like, yeah, 
Aldi fan of the week. He was, yeah, that was it. He was really excited about a tiny screwdriver. So, oh, okay, fair enough. But it wasn't there wasn't any um, like conspiracy stuff back then or like weirdness. It was just you having a chat, weren't it? it literally, yeah. Just press record and start talking, and there was never any uh, sort of planning or anything. So, what but, was your uh, um, thing behind starting it to begin with? What did you just want to do a do podcast? You know, I, I'm, I started listening to podcasts, I think, around 2004, so pretty early. Oh, it was when yeah. Ricky, Ricky Gervais started. And uh, I've, the thing is, I mean, I've always been in bands, so I've got all the, I've always had all the equipment and microphones. I could have started any time. And I, I remember telling, you know, thinking to myself, oh, I really should start a podcast. I don't know if any of my mates would fucking want to do it with me, like, but <laughs> I should start. And uh, so eventually, it was. It was sort of as a social thing more than anything. I've said this on other podcasts before, but once you get to sort of in your 30, you start having kids and a wife and stuff, you know, your social life sort of goes downhill like that. Mine was really bad and it's even worse since getting married 10 years ago. He's my only friend now. I think as blokes, we need a reason to get together and talk, whether it be going to the football or going to Mm. the pub. It's like we don't just ring each other up for a chat no. like our wives no. and girlfriends do. Like, so it became like a social connection thing that we did every week. Oh shit! I just remembered a, a friend of mine like left me a voicemail about two weeks ago to phone him, and I I haven't got back to him yet. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, got, what? It must. You haven't got any friends? I've got a couple. <laughs> I, I've got a couple. But wow. yeah, I haven't spoke to him for ages. He rang me and said, "Can you ring me?" And I just remembered now that yeah, that was about two weeks ago. See, that's right. We just don't get together. Yeah, you ring. No. You, you ring a bloke. You ring a bloke for a reason. You want to meet there, but you don't even need to do that now. It's fucking Texas, isn't it? So it's like you don't, literally don't even need to ring anybody anymore. So, it's like, yeah, yeah. It's all instant, instant messages and and memes and gifts. Yeah, you know, we don't we don't talk to each other unless we have a reason to, and that was the best thing about it. The other angle was, we came to the sort of realization that we're this sort of first generation that has all this access to audio and video and like if you go and do it's like three of my grandparents were were dead before i were born and all i have is a few black and white photos but you know we're we have this opportunity where we we can put down our thoughts and our feelings and when we have kids and grandkids and great grandkids i mean it might be a it might be a curse this but they can go back and listen (laughs) yeah and like get to know you at least it's almost like a bit of a there's a bit of a legacy element there as well i don't know what it's time worth, time but... capsule kind of thing yeah kind of why the, yeah. why the fuck but... not we all have access yeah. we all can do this so why not although it might be the sort of thing where you got all your pictures on a a device and you never look at them do you you got all that hundreds and hundreds of them before when you had like actual photos that you'd got from the you went and got them developed down the shop occasionally you'd get an album out and have a look but you never go through your old pictures that are on your phone or your device you're like you like save them to a file somewhere on your computer never look at them again it's not like you print them out so maybe these these like recordings now will be a similar sort of thing they'll be out there somewhere but no one be like oh i've got a a big collection from granddad phil such a fucking pessimist man what you don't i've got all these videos from granddad phil and they'll be like i'm not watching them i can't be bothered i can't be bothered to upload them to the my my brain brain cloud or whatever it's going to be back up then have any of your well, boys at least they have the option yes I at suppose. least the options there have, have you any of your boys listened to any of the podcasts my boys no don't be so yeah. ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> well, 
can be bothered. Like, <laughs> hell no. no. Uh, I don't think so. No. I mean, Dave might yeah. have, but I don't. Not not on a regular thing. They're not interested. So They're not interested in what I got to say. Playing in a band like years ago, we'd record stuff on a like a little. You've had an MP3 player or something like that, and then you didn't have Facebook or anything like that. Say talking about music, so the, now for people doing bands and stuff like that, it's fucking because you'd have to like, literally print off your pant, your little, your like your fucking flyer, wouldn't you, and hand it out to people. You know, like please come and see our gig, and then you'd get like four people or whatever. You you'd get your <laughs> your mum would turn up or whatever, but, you know, your aunt <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, we, <laughs> it was, we, but now it's like incredible. We used to go uh, fly in. Yeah, well, yeah, so like true, like yeah. a bucket, a bucket with paste <laughs> and a big fucking pile of photocopies and like fly post the town yeah. when a gig was coming up. Highly illegal. Don't do it, kids. No, but don't that's do what we used to do. Whereas yeah, now you just you fucking post on Twitter or something, don't you? Hang on, kids. Fuck Facebook and Twitter. Go and put your posters everywhere with a bit of whatever and fuck COVID posters everywhere. Do it, <laughs> do, it do it, do it. We're not on YouTube. They can't cancel us. It doesn't matter. No, but um. Anyway, where were we? Can't remember. Just talking about, I don't know, pictures. Oh, yeah. What, what did you actually answer the question about what? Oh, no. You used to, did say, yeah, your favorite, your favorite conspiracy is right now. What's yeah, and the, it's in the grand conspiracy. Yeah. You know, the it. big UN, the, like the 20 year in the 25, future 21, 31. I'm more interested in the conspiracies happening now and in the future than the, than like you said, JFK, which happened 50 years ago. Yeah. God, sorry, I, Lee. I cut Lee off. No, you didn't. We, we cut, maybe cut. Oh, we, we were, me and my brother always cutting each other off. We just talk over yeah, each okay. other. I, I think that, that'd be a problem as well sometimes. We got people on and be like, I just want to cut them off. And and plus, sometimes, oh. have, you, have you ever had a guest on and you're just sitting there thinking, this is such a load of old tosh? But you don't. You can't say that, can he? Because he's going to have he guests can. on. He doesn't have to say who they are. He just say in his this. head, like, oh, this is a bit of a load of old rubbish. No, I mean, if he says it now. They uh, might go, oh, let's check out the podcast that we're going to go on. And they go, oh, actually, he slugs this sort of... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would be a bit... Oh, that's yeah. a bit ev- of a everyone, everyone's interested in their own way. Yeah, I didn't um, say they weren't interesting, yeah. but you just think, oh, that's just... <laughs> you're just <laughs> talking rubbish. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting to listen to, but, you know, no. Yeah, I think I think we've been pretty lucky, really, with our guests. And that, you know, most of them... Well, all of them have got something to say and have a different point of view and they, uh, they tend to be quite specialized it's good if you can get someone who's like a, an expert in a subject because that's interesting in itself you know You'd someone who's spent their whole life oh fucking i've learned so much and, and then you can actually ask because you know so many times you like listen to a podcast and they've got a, a, a guest on there and you're thinking ask them this question just ask them this question and they don't do it but at least when you've got them there you can ask them that fucking question that you you know get answered you know I think that's the that's the hardest bit is trying to figure out what what I'm trying to think. What are the audience thinking? What are they? What, rather, what what questions are people think, uh, thinking in their heads while they're listening? That yeah, they yeah. want answering. What, what, what you want to answer, sort of thing. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. 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 So, that's that. yeah, it's definitely been a it's a privilege to be honest. I think we've been lucky with a lot of the guests we've had on. Do you, you get you um you do all international and everything, don't you? It's not just... Oh, yeah. 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 Is I it mean, easier to get fact... the UK ones or... Because of time? I would or say... Really... 
it, it because we're recording on Sundays, it's not usually an issue. Fucking last week, Mitchell Gerb, you know, you're talking about organ harvesting in China yeah. before. We had this guy called Mitchell Gerber on last week, who's uh, he's in Vietnam. He stayed I, I listened till... to it, yeah. I've, I've heard him on other podcasts, yeah, and he was he's South African, he's, and he yeah, he was in South Vietnam, African, he, yeah. Well, he stayed up till two o'clock in the morning for his very passionate, very passionate about his uh, yeah. yeah. I funny that I started looking at that, uh, Fu, Fu, is it Fulong Gong? Is that how you say it? I can't remember the actual Fall, Fall Fulong Gong. Fulong Gong. I thought there must be something in it. There's only like five exercises you do, I think, for it. So I thought I'd have a go at um. It's like you do your fucking. <laughs> now, whatever he said, you know, like they're all they're harvesting the organs or whatever because they've got like superpowers or something like that. I thought if I start studying it, maybe I'll be able to fly or something like that. You know what I mean? No, I won't be able to fly. But if I disappear, it's because the Chinese have seen me saying I'm starting. <laughs> they're coming gone. for your so organs. They're coming up at me. I'm about to get, get traffic, human traffic, back to bloody Uberland. I don't, land. I don't think those. doing one exercise counts as being in tune with your body and that. <laughs> they're going to be very disappointed when they discover something <laughs> yeah. on my liver, I tell you. <laughs> it's like, you gonna, oh no, it's balance, man. <laughs> you're going to wake up in a bathtub full of ice cubes where, yeah. with a scar where your kidney used to be. Awesome. Like, what the fuck? And then oh. the next next day, there'll be a, like a package with your kidney sent back to you because it's useless. Like, you know, this is not this is this is not the one we want. Send it back. It's infected. We don't want another infection breaking out in our country. That's bonkers. Though. That's bonkers. I don't, I don't know. Anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna try it. I'll keep you updated on my uh, Fulong okay. Gong. Whether I've got end up with superpowers or whatever. I'm gonna have a go. I think I'll have a go at it. Where did you find the? It's, um, it's the... bubbled already. <laughs> just YouTube. Fuck it, I'll do it as well then. It's tripled. Look at that. Jesus Christ, for the end of the year, it'll be all over England and that, the government will have the, to close it down. That's it. That, that's the uh, idea to take on the uh, New World Order is Fulong Gong. I just looked on them YouTube, but I, I couldn't, obviously, I can't understand Mandarin or whatever language he was talking, <laughs> but it was just these couple of people on the beach and it was like, it said, copy, copy the man's things. Not copy the man's things, that's a bit weird. But yeah, and it's just like this Chinese bloke going, well, I don't know what I'll do, and then the bloke just goes, It's Irish, is it? Drink your fucking Guinness. That's what it was. <laughs> but yeah, it's, I think there's a, well, I don't know, there must be something in it, I think. All right, well, we'll, like we'll all. Tai Chi in that, but yeah. We'll all start on Monday and then we'll check back in in three months and see if oh. any of us have developed any superpowers. Okay. Yes, we'll do that. Yeah. I'm I know. Don't, get, don't but... you have to stop like drinking and eat, drinking coffee and eating meat and stuff as well? Do, do you know what? Just I think that's like the proper. You can understand what he's saying. So the proper practitioner that's... of it do that, don't they? Uh, maybe that's why they're super healthy and it's nothing to <laughs> yeah. do with the fucking exercise. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that's probably why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They've never smoked or drunk or whatever, and yeah. Yeah, they don't smoke. I'm pretty sure he said they don't smoke or drink or eat meat or. Well, I'm going to try it. Maybe it will help with my. Um... I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I'll try <laughs> the exercise. Maybe I. Might help with my, my uh, astral projection or anything like that. So uh, what? Um, what? Um, about our paranormal shit have you experienced, Phil? Fucking none. Talk about none. I don't think I've had any. Um anything out of the ordinary paranormal wise no it's nothing sleep paralysis my my missus says she's or... seen a... yeah anal i've been anal i've been anal probed that's a few not, times but not, you know what's what happens in the bedroom should should stay in the bedroom really 
<laughs> Fair enough. That shut me up, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, my uh, mum. Is your wife also like David Attenborough's voice? <laughs> <laughs> she says she's seen a ghost when she was okay. a kid. Yeah. But you know, uh, I I think your mind can play tricks on you. You know, I've not experienced anything personally. So, and I'm not. That doesn't mean that I think it's bullshit or anything. Yeah, it's just. But... I've no first-hand uh, experience that I can relate to, so. I think I've... a lot of people have had a little bit, but not necessarily a lot, do you know, like, I, I think, or maybe people would experience stuff, but uh, it's easy to brush off stuff as nothing. But also on the opposite way, it's easy to think that something you've seen or experienced is something paranormal when it's not, you know. We, we tend to sort of make stuff out of, of what it is. Me and my Fish. brother, when we were younger, I don't know if you've heard this when we talked on a podcast about it, but we... We were, we were what, like six or seven. He's eighteen months older than me. Obviously, he looks it, doesn't he? Right. We do. We we we'd get up in the morning, uh, look at a weekend or whatever, and just sort of you know, fuck about with the Lego and stuff like that. And but one morning we got up and we did uh, actually the place where we lived was a little bit haunted. It was some. It wasn't a very nice place to live in. But we got up in the morning, and both of us. Well, I think Lee said to me, "Can you see what I see?" And basically, we were looking in the corner. Say like. the Lee, move your head out of the way. Just move your head to the side. Like, oh, you can't see what I'm pointing at. What the fuck am I doing? Up in the corner up there by the ceiling. Like, If, if there was like a, a, a dinner plate sized black spider, basically, in, in our front room, and it was only like a little flat. I mean, you don't get that shit in England. We both saw this big black massive. Uh, I understand it now. It's probably like a shadow being or something like that. You know, if, I don't know if you listen to podcasts about shadow beings and stuff. Shadow like, figures, like, yeah. Yeah, basically. But it was like a, a big fucking black spider. We were both like, yeah. And we legged it back to the bedroom and, you know. Yeah, we just left the room, closed the door and went back to bed. <laughs> and we yeah, got up later, it was it. gone. But yeah. Now, did it did it move? It didn't. Don't well, not as far. So. I don't remember. It was a long, it's a fucking long time well, ago well, now. I mean, you would say it could be a you know, trick of the mind, but it, both of us saw it at the same time. And it was a real, you know, a pitch black black as tar kind of like i see in my head you know like now spider um, shape had legs yes yeah wow. so anyway that was one of the things yeah, that, yeah that, so that, we've, we've had a few but i haven't had any and a lot of time like i can say stuff in my past where i might have thought had an experience but i'll brush it off as like a oh, trick of the light or shadows and that sort of thing i'm more like that whereas richard would be oh no it's definitely a ghost definitely something contacting me and i'm like well okay. I'd done yeah. a delivery earlier and I was walking down the stairs earlier and I really felt like there was someone behind me and I was like, oh, it feels really weird. I looked behind, someone was behind me. <laughs> but you know, it was like, oh, it felt like, you know, like, it was, but it was like, it, it, that's the thing, it can feel paranormal stuff when it's not. It was like, such. that's, you know, anyway, that's not a paranormal story, but. No, but I mean, uh, <laughs> if you ever, if, if you ever come across uh, Rupert Sheldrake, the author, scientist? Um, don't know. Not the name, name, but it, the name, name rings but a bell. Not to me. It's a, it's a biologist, uh, like Cambridge biologist, and um, a lot of his books look into, like you said, the like the feeling of someone watching you from behind. Yeah, I mean, that's a real phenomenon, and he yeah. sort of does experiments on this sort of stuff and investigates it and and whatnot. And obviously, he's ch sort of chastised by the mainstream as being, you know, into woo or whatever. Everything is, isn't it? Like that. There but, are yeah. there are real phenomena that. That don't have a sufficient a sufficient explanation. So many. Have Have you ever had your tarot cards read or anything like that? You've been to anything? Or... 
I've not, and I know that you're into the tarot. I'm interested in the tarot because it falls under esoterica, and I've not, read, I've not, I've not like read a, a proper book on the tarot. I've read a few books that I've had like an odd chapter, yeah, on the tarot. So I know a bit about the history and the sort of the way it evolved into the standard playing deck we have today mm. with the cubs, uh, the spades, and the hearts and whatnot. I'm but not, you're I'm well not, into the tarot. Well, aren't you? I, I'm not. I'm not an expert or anything like that. Don't get me wrong. But I do. You know, I've got a few decks, and I do use them, and they do seem to. <laughs> and occasionally on our podcast, it'll just pull out stuff if yeah, we're having I mean, a bit of a laugh. It's like, oh, is this I true? Do... Pull out a card, and we'll see if we can come up with a meaning. I do like very forecast for us, and no, I mean, it's a, a. Yeah, it's fascinating that you can do a reading, even like for yourself. You do a reading for yourself, and it can give you directions and stuff like that obviously you can make like link anything to anything can't you you know when you're doing stuff um but it, it does seem to it does seem to correlate so me, me and me and my wife i do I do like a yearly one like a monthly one for for us sort of thing and it does seem to correlate and i'm i'm getting better at it but i i struggle i don't know i struggle to remember sort of details of stuff so you need to know each card, what each card links into everything. So invariably, if I'm doing it, I'm like, I've got to pull out my book, you know, and flip through. So what the fuck is that? Yeah, yeah. You can, yeah, there are some cards that I sort of know, and I know what that will link in with that. Um, and but... each card will have, will have different meanings for different contexts as well. It's, mm. And there'll be different schools of thought yeah. within, like, the tarot community. Yeah, and absolutely. It's yeah. like, a, so a lot of it's down to interpretation, but... Things like things like like divination and and augury, these things have been around for thousands of years. Yeah, up up until pretty recently, to be honest. And there was I a, was going to say, a... oh, sorry, gone. Yeah. I was going to say, oh, no, I'm going to back quickly. I was going to say about interpretation because it it is no interpretation is all almost all of it really. What you how you interpret altogether in a carry on. Sorry, I had to get out. Oh, but if I, I'm I'm a big fan of like ancient Rome. And, and divination was something that was practiced oh, yeah. religiously, literally. It was practiced religiously yeah. in ancient Rome, reading the entrails of animals and whatnot. And we look at that and we read a history book today and think, oh, those fucking, those fucking idiot savages thinking that you could read the entrails. But there was a story a couple of years ago from this pig farmer in Canada, and he could predict, he could predict the weather by, uh, by looking at the spleen of his pigs. Because oh, there, was, there was a biological reason the, the pigs somehow knew about the crops and the seasons and what was coming. And by analyzing the pig spleen, he could tell. It was like a they developed that way because, all oh, right, <laughs> mental. Right, it's like the tea leaf. I mean, reading an entrail and that is no different to someone reading tea leaves. Well, now, I don't have a clue, have a clue how they do it. They see certain shapes and stuff like that. Uh, but no, I think tea, that's tea leaves, out, tea leaves oh. are pretty random, whereas the, the, the pig spleen, oh, so, yeah, there is a biological. There's it's an actual biological thing. mechanism yeah. there. Yeah, There's fair a, enough. A yeah. mechanism, and if if you have the knowledge of, to interpret what you're seeing, you could extrapolate. Whereas I would say the tea leaves is more sort of a random. That's I would say that's a hundred percent interpretation. I don't yeah, think there's anything enough, in yeah. reading tea leaves. But... Uh, maybe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do it, but I um I went to when I went away early on in the year. I always went to I go Hastings. I think it was. I like going to the the uh, cult shops and stuff there just see if I can pick up a tarot card pack, which I did. Yeah. I picked up one, a uh, different one, like a, a spirit one. But there was this little plastic. I'm a bit weird, you know. There's this little plastic box and it had um pendulum in it, 
and I sort of put my hand over and it felt really hot and I thought, oh, yeah, there's something really that's drawing me in, I'm going to buy this. So I bought it and I ain't got fucking, I, I try and use it and it don't do nothing. I'm like, well, I think the uh, pendulum suckered me in to buy it and wasted £25 on this thing <clears> that <throat> just doesn't move, you know what I mean? Now I tried to use it, why was I trying to find something? I can't, in the bedroom, it was like, <laughs> we, we'd lost something. I was like, I'll use this to try and find it. And it did start going like, but it didn't help me find anything. It was just like rocking. Anyway, that's my pendulum. Pendulums don't work for me anyway. Like, um, some of the cards cool. Some of that, that sounds sort of more like uh, trying to look for something. That sounds more like uh, dowsing and ley lines and stuff. Yeah, like that. I suppose it was that kind of thing. But I thought it might point well. Yeah, I thought it would point me in the right direction of where I'm supposed to look. I can't forward me think what it what I was looking for now, but it didn't because we couldn't find what the fuck it was I was actually trying to look for. Um, I bought a magic mirror years ago. It's, uh, it's a box with a black mirror on it, and I thought I'd use that to try and contact spirits and stuff like that. It never works. Maybe I've not paid it enough attention, but, you know. Maybe now's the time. After you do I your meditation either. exercises, perhaps you'll like be more in tune. Maybe. Da -da. So some have either of you, have either of you two tried um, affirmations, positive affirmations? Yeah, yeah, what, the, like the um, oh, that shit. The, no, no, the, <laughs> it's magic basically. Magic. Um, it's um, power of thought to make stuff happen, create money, etc. Um, yeah, is that that is what you mean, isn't it? Yeah, I wouldn't call. It, I, I I think it's more psychology than magic. Wow, what is psychology if it's not magic? <laughs> well, um, I think it's the same. Who's the guy? Um, who's the Dilbert guy? The guy who does Dilbert. I'm blanking oh. on his name now. I don't know. The, the, the Dilbert cartoon. But, I mean, he, he does positive affi affirmations. And the way he explains it is that by sort of doing this, writing this thing down twice a day or whatever, 10 lines of whatever you're looking for, you're sort of priming your subconscious to notice opportunities that you wouldn't notice with, with without doing the affirmations. Yeah, fair enough. So yeah. it so it's something that sounds sort of quite supernatural or magic, but yeah. it has like a more prosaic, ordinary explanation for it through psychology, which I find intriguing. Uh, I've suppose... never tried it. Oh, you should try it. Maybe the um, well, maybe you don't need to try it. Well, you probably the idea is that um. Fault, faults are things, isn't it? You, you know, have you heard of the, the book by very famous book, Fault, Faults are Things? So fucking hell, I've just had a blank, complete blank. Rich and grow, uh, see what Napoleon. I'm dealing with here. Think and grow rich. Think and grow rich, yeah. Faults are things, basically. And that is that kind of thing where you, you think all the time, whenever you're, you're, whenever you're doing anything like this podcast, you think of it first. I know you can say it's just your idea, but you think of it first and then afterwards it comes into being. So that that's the idea. It's like whatever, what, anything that you've you've got in your life, anything you've created, anything you've made, anything that's happened, not well apart from getting run over accidentally. You wouldn't think of that, but um, but generally, like you know, like your you've got your garage with your podcast studio. Is that because you thought about it? You know, maybe you planned it in your head how that was going to go, and it's come to sort of through fruition through thinking about it first. I know it's just think it's just you just made plan an idea, but that is the idea. Thought, thoughts go up, and then. It, you man, you manifest it. I just said that's the idea of magic. You manifest it, sort of. There, my my um, I mean I am into magic as well. I don't do it so much now, but I used to do it. My my biggest one that I had was um, 
like have you heard of, you know a monkey's paw have you heard the story of the monkey's paw is it like you get you get three wishes or whatever because there's an old monkey's yeah. paw and then yeah. you wish for whatever but it, it's like you'd wish you're going to be a millionaire but you're like you get both your legs chopped off by a combine harvester and get the insurance where you know some shit like that anyway i've done this i used to be I'd just be like i'll just do this magic and i'm pretty sure i used i might have cut myself and done some blood magic or something i was in a band and i wanted us to get some really really fucking good gigs or whatever and then um so i had done this and then i went you know sent off whatever off to get some good gigs and uh we got like got replied to a few places i can't remember now because it was so it was like probably 20 years ago or something like that almost um but we got the garage in london and then some other good gigs come through then um I, I, our singer had a nervous breakdown basically um and we split up and the guitarist was like oh, i can't be dealing with this shit and it was like we got all these cool gigs and then it was just like Poof, like that I mean, you know it's like careful what you wish for i might have the magic might have worked but it didn't work because it didn't fucking get it you know what i mean so um there's been other things that i've done and, and it's actually worked you know but um I don't know it, I, I, I had some issues myself up here so it might have been because of messing about with the you know the other side without protecting myself properly i mean now i'll use protections and stuff like that but when you're first starting off you're like i can fucking light candles and kill people you know what i mean because it's not like oh, killed anyone. <laughs> yeah I've, I've got some books that i've not gotten gotten around to yet by um guys like eliphas levi and uh, that's was one uh, of the first books i don't know where the book's gone but it's one of the first it's a big uh, transcendental magic is it Possibly, that's yeah, it is, much yeah. first book. I, I found it in a like a it's like a, a one pound bookstore or something like that. So like, oh, I love that, and then didn't understand a word of it, but it still got me into you know leading on to other stuff and that. But yeah, that's then Alistair Crowley, and he's a douche, but you know, you just these are the things that you sort of read when you're first sort of getting into magic and don't understand half of it still. But I'm, I'm interested in from a sort of esoteric study point of view, I don't think I'd ever try and practice. I sort of, I just don't want to get involved in that. In that yeah, shit. no, that's fair enough. It's not, you know, um, I don't know if it says, uh, it's, it's got a worse, I think, when my mate saying it, it's got a worse rap than it actually, you know, actually has. But saying that, I've just told you a story of when I got gigs and then my thing, I had a nervous breakdown. So I can't really, <laughs> like, and, uh, and a, all... about, I think in about three weeks or so, we've got two guys. One, one was in the OTO. All right. Okay. And one was in uh, the Golden Dawn. Oh, and they both yeah. they both fell out with it, and they sort of uh, turned uh, sort of. I can't, oh, what it's called the occult. They're from another podcast in the states called the the oh, occult rejects. rejects. Yeah, I actually downloaded their first podcast today. Actually, just to have a listen and see what they're about. So yeah, they're like a all right, yeah, and they wanted to disse- disseminate. Sorry, gone. We've had a few practitioners on, like we yeah. had uh, a, a woman called Georgia Van Ralt who started her own order, right? Temple of the something or other, and another guy from Austria, Rudolf, who was a, a practitioner. So it's just for balance, really, because mm. you know, I, I want to get Joe. I'm gonna ask Joe Rupe from um, is it, uh, Fringe Radio because he's a practitioner as well, right? It's just trying to balance things out because you can end up going down one road and just hearing one side of things. And yeah, you've got to keep an open mind on all this stuff, haven't you? And try and, yeah, definitely, try and yeah. balance it out. I've got... but so, yeah, I'm not going to be, I'm not, I just don't, I don't fancy it. 
I don't fancy getting involved in like black, black magic. I used to, uh, I'd go to, uh, when we, it's not black magic, how dare you. I used to uh, go to um, Witch Fest. We've heard Witch Fest. Witch Fest UK is like the biggest witch sort of gathering in the world. You know, they do that every year, but obviously I haven't been able to do it because of sort of COVID the last couple of years. Uh, when, I, when I met my wife, well, this is my, it's all about me now. When I met my wife, she was a like pretty, pretty, one of the, I say like almost like, a, not once a hardcore Christian, but you don't really get, Christians in this country, I, I sort of knew of, but she would go to church and stuff like that. And I, as soon as I like sort of got with her, I told her, I was like, I, I'm going to show you my wand, you know. Like, <laughs> but I did, I just, <laughs> seriously, I did. That was one of the, because it's quite a what I was into was kind of quite taboo. So I was like very open. Anyway, it turned out we we got married after I think ten months together. But I did actually get married in in a church, even though I was completely against it. But she came to Witchfest for me like the day after, you know, like as a sort of a compromise. So she's not so sort of Christian now, and but and I'm maybe not so I don't know witchy. I don't know, but it was just like a compromise. So you had to sort of see both sides of it. And... That's something I've definitely noticed is there's definitely a rift or a tension between these sort of in in the, like the conspiracy media. Mm. There's definitely a tension between like uh, occult practitioners and proselytizers proselytizers and sort of christians or born again christians yeah and it was just... it was most evident i don't know if you've if uh, you listen to the union of the unwanted where they had where they were talking about occult stuff is that the and last was... one or no it's a couple no. of months ago oh, it's a while yeah, ago they really don't trust they don't everything's like black magic isn't it as far as they, you know the christians are concerned you can't just do good magic i think i listened to tin one of the tin four hats and they had a uh wise what's his name why is it wise and then some other Isaac. bloke who was a practicing he sort of idolized this up like idolized madonna as well into kabbalah so yeah it was, that was that thing where one was very much because even sat what sam tripley doesn't he's like all oh, cop stuff's fucking bad shit but it's not you know it's just i don't know what do i know anyway where were we <laughs> About you, oh. Lee, do you ever uh, have you ever Sorry, dabbled Lee. with uh, <laughs> a cult stuff? Yeah, stuff? you know, not not too much. I, I don't know because I'm one of the. I sort of think I could work, but I haven't really seen it working. If you know what I mean, I'll give it a. I give it um. I'll say, I don't know. I give it. A, I don't know. Give it a go. I don't know if I give it a go. I've done runes. I've cast the runes. Oh, I used yeah. to do that a little bit. I haven't really. I I sort of drift into these things, and I have a look at them, and I think, oh, maybe I should try that, and then I just drift out of it and forget, and go off and do something else, and forget. Maybe come back a couple of years later and forgotten everything I originally learned. I have to start again. That's my process of stuff. You like, did have that... Sorry, I, I, I was quite interested in you know like the dream stuff because Rick's like a big like most podcast well every podcast generally ask him if he's had any like decent any um what's it meaningful dreams i usually ask him meaningful. and you know apart from maybe two podcasts where he has most of them are just rubbish it just they're just dreams and we oh, have a laugh hey. we have a laugh about it and he's like oh well, i think it's meaningful it's like oh, it doesn't sound very meaningful to me but i do Gosh. like the idea of doing stuff in dreams you know where you, you sort of meditate a little bit maybe go to sleep have a bit of um what's it called lucid dreaming lucid. I've, tried, yeah. I've tried to do that and there was a point where i was you know i would be um meditating concentrating before i went to bed and there were a few times i've almost been i've had sort of a lucid bit and then after like maybe two few days later i'll just forget about it and a month will go by and then i'll think oh fuck, i haven't been doing that and then that's really my process 
What um, have have you tried using any techniques for uh, generating lucid dreaming? Yep. Well, probably Which when ones? I when I was trying it, but like I say, I forget now. I just don't. It's Looking like, at your hands and stuff like that during the day. Yeah, and, there's, and that, there's that reality checking. It's hard to remember I, because you just get taken. You're just doing your, your daily work and stuff and you think, oh, I should be trying to think of this stuff. That's what I mean. And then I forget. And then a the lot only of like... sort of two hacks that I can think of is that one, looking at your hands and making mm. sure they look normal. And the other one I heard about was knocking on a door each time you walk in. Have you heard that one? I haven't heard that so, one. So oh, okay. every, each time you go yeah. through a... Each time, sorry, pardon me. Each time you go through a doorway, give the door a knock. Just a tap. Mm. And then, when, apparently, you know, when you're lucid dreaming, you'll go to a door and you, you like your hand will go through it or something, and that'll be yeah. the trigger. Oh, I think, lucid oh, right, Superman time. I'm, yeah. I'm lucid oh, dreaming man. straight up into the space. You know, uh, I, do I never, I never end up flying. I always end up like being really rubbish at flying. I just because like, <laughs> you're a bit scared. Up, yeah, probably. I end up like jumping, and for a minute I'll be up in the air, and then I end up coming down, and my belly's like scraping along the ground, and I'm just like almost <laughs> gliding along the floor. This is pointless. I end up doing that when I'm flying oh dreams. God. I did. Oh um, I did have a, a thing. Uh, was it last year? I went away to Cornwall, and we were staying in this valley. And it was this. Well, it's on the Cornwall Devon border. There was like a little out the back of the place we were staying. There was this little uh, river, and if you went one side, you were in Cornwall. You crossed this little bridge, other side, and you were in um, Devon. It was in this valley. There was like three houses, and a. Uh, there was like a f uh, across the bridge there was this little meadow and um the person whoever had sat the house put some stones in like a stone circle it wasn't it wasn't an old stone just set it up and one day i was just sitting in this meadow and i thought oh, i'll just do a little bit of meditation i was leaning against this stone and i was just doing breathing and i'd been doing it for about a minute and all of a sudden in, in my mind's eye i had this this eye appeared and was looking at me and it wasn't it was like a I wouldn't say oh. it wasn't a huge, no, it wasn't like the RSR, and it was like something, but it you. wasn't, it didn't, I had a feeling with it that it wasn't quite human, and it was like, just appeared in my head, and I snapped out of here, I was like, oh fuck, what was that, and I just got up and sort of left and didn't, didn't go back, oh, it sort of scared me, it was like, what the fuck was, it was like something had, was there, and I had a feeling that it was looking at me, because I'd, I felt, because I'd been meditating, I'd made a connection with something, I don't know, but, and then afterwards, like, oh, you're just probably a bit of a dream, really, aren't you? That's that's my angle. I just think oh, I was dreaming. I always say whether, to him, I don't know. I don't know. I think he's more psychic or whatever than he makes out because he has does these little things and he gets this stuff and I'm like fucking trying to meditate for hours. Come on, get an eye up here. And hey, you didn't tell you about your story of the uh, the runes. I can't remember the voice. You heard a voice or something when you were doing what was yeah, that? Yeah, that was years ago. when I first started. I, know, but, I was yeah, um. I, I, obviously you get the books and you sit there and you read the books and you, you're doing the the runes and you meditate on them and you're trying to find a thing one i was a, uh used to work nights and i was working i was i think i was i can't remember the entirely but i was thinking about the runes as i was working and i i was like going through them in my head and i think i was like on the lunch break it was night it was i was in a bit of the um, building all by myself and um i was meditating on them and all of a sudden in my head i heard a voice and it was imagine like a viking like i i don't know the words but it was like a you know like the, that language and it was like a rough voice in my head going like as if it was speaking like that i know 
uh, like a imagine a Viking saying something in a thing. It was like that, but it was really sort of intense in my head. And um, the voice was really gruff. And I was like, whoa, what the fuck was that? It's another moment where I was like, nope, I'm leaving this alone for a little while. And I think, you know, it's just that's what sh and then the same thing I again think i was thinking smoke more drugs and do more rooms man like <laughs> I, I was thinking uh, uh, afterwards i thought oh you know i was probably a bit tired and i was you know probably falling asleep and it was a dream but well, that's the maybe, um, maybe it wasn't that's the trance state you need to get in for that kind of stuff isn't it that's the whole sort of yeah, point of it you know really I, I, I talked myself out of of it being anything special i think yeah, it's like, yeah, it sounds like you, you, you're trying to rationalise things. <laughs> That's the problem. Know. I do always and try and rationalise stuff. Maybe you just need to let things go a bit more. Think, let it go, bro. Let it go, let it, let go, let it go, bro. Let it go. Well, when yeah. I do my, whatever that meditation's called, what's it called? Feng shit Quite meditation. Qui-Gon Jin meditation, yeah? <laughs> when I do my Qui-Gon Jin, I'll, I'll see if I can connect with something. Falun, Falun Gong. Falun Gong, I was looking on my YouTube thingy. Falun Gong, Falun Gong, yeah. Big long dong. Meditation. Have you ever done a Ouija board or anything, Phil? Ever? You know, so you've done nothing like with with. I won't touch. I won't touch it. I'm. I'm just not. It's not like I'm like a like a religious guy or anything. You're a little bit scared. You're you're right to be scared of that sort of stuff. Yeah, no, absolutely. You need to if you're going to mess about with that stuff. You need to have the proper respect for it. Yeah, I'm not. Exactly, yeah. He's you you don't want to get in. He's got the Egyptian whatever thing on behind him. What is that? And you've got a strange African mask. It looks like that from behind me on your left, oh. over your left hand shoulder. What is that? The mask. What is that? It is the mask. It's the mask. From, oh, from it is the, the Jim mask. Carrey film. Oh, well done. <laughs> Not so scary. It's yeah. the mask of Loki. Oh. He's got, he's and got the other, his... the, the other mask uh, was. My nine-year-old's home learning project. Oh, <laughs> that's fantastic! <laughs> we actually we we made it on a weekend. That's oh. good. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was a lot of work, but you know, he got a good mark. I, I think good, he got it's a good eight. prop. It's a good prop. So, did you do most of that work? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Just yeah. it's, it's my kids' project. Yeah, I'll just help you with this bit and that bit. You just sit over there. I love it. I love, I love shit like that. <laughs> anything, anything to do with ancient Egypt, I love it. So yeah, that was like that when the home. You know, yeah, we get like a list at the beginning of each school term for home learning projects, and it came up for for Dylan like this. This term's gonna be ancient Egypt, and I was you like, yes, <laughs> come on, what are we gonna do? So I bet like, you had, like I, six months I, and started. I bet you wire. you considered like building a a pyramid in your garden or something, didn't you? Out of real stone. Like, yeah, let's do this properly. Fuck, I don't Come know. Do you know? I know, I know that they built the pyramid, but I have no like, fucking idea. No question. idea how they how they did it. But do you think maybe like, they didn't build it? It was there, and they just sort of moved in. You know, no. built by someone a well, lot. Obviously, they're Egyptians because in Egypt, but you know, a lot, a lot, <laughs> lot, lot older than they, know, they any, found, anyone ever. They found stuff pretty recently in the last few years. Uh, of people, uh, papyruses of uh, there was a guy who had a boat, and one of his jobs was shipping stones from the quarry to Giza. All right, so you know, as far as I'm concerned, how the ancient big was Egyptians, this boat? uh, uh, I want to say, I want to say f about 50 feet long, maybe because how I mean, these some of these stones, how, how much they weigh, 
Well, now, now the main the main masonry, the blocks are about two tons each. All right. So right, but um, like the uh, the blocks in the relieving chambers, in the roofs of the relieving chambers above the king's chamber, they're granite and they came from Aswan, which is about wow. a thousand kilometers south. Yeah. And they weigh maybe 40, 50 tons a piece. Ah, so yeah, it's like the logistics of it, you know, did was did they have something else, you know, to help them? But I mean, that's <laughs> yeah, that's nothing. The, the, those 40 ton granite blocks are nothing. Have nothing you heard of the it. Trilithon at, at Baalbek? Yeah. That's, so that's, the, that's, so that, yeah, the, the Trilithon is an ancient site in Lebanon in, at Baalbek. Yeah. And it's a Roman temple complex. I think there was three temples there. I want to say one for Venus, one for Bacchus. And the main one was Temple of Jupiter because he was the king of the gods. Anyway, the Temple of Jupiter was built on this platform, if you like, and the retaining walls of this uh, podium, if you like, for the Temple of Ju Jupiter have these three blocks in called the Trilithon uh, led down. They're raised above the ground level, but they're 800 tons. Yeah, exactly. It's like how the... I mean, that, that's temp that site has been known about for thousands of years, but then not so long ago, I want to say like in the last 50 years, 60 years, they found the quarry where they got these stones for, from, and there's two stones in the quarry. One's called the stone that's of right. the, pre the pregnant yeah. mother, and I think that's 1,100 tons. Yeah, and there's another... Right. There's another block. There's a attached. reason why that's still in the quarry because it was 1,100 tons. But uh, yeah, well, why why not just chop up? Why not just chop them up? Why would you put an 800, 900 ton stone? Why would you not use nine 100 ton stones? It's insane. It's and like, just if you look to at... prove they could do it. Exactly. Yeah, to prove they could do it. Like they're but... gods. They're doing it for the gods, and they 100% believed in the gods. Or it, I, I'm still thinking. Some other way. I mean, you go on Wikipedia and look at what the most powerful crane in the world is. It's the um, Chinese ship cranes that they have at the harbors and these, ship these massive ship cranes, ship cranes. <laughs> ship cranes or ship cranes. And <laughs> they're, they're pretty shit because they were made, yeah. in, they were China, made in China. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but these, these are these cranes. They're fixed, they're stationary, and their job is to lift up ships so they can lift up about 800 tons. But they're fixed. They can't, yeah. They, like we we don't we couldn't do it. No. We couldn't move those blocks in where they are now. I don't but, think. No, I don't think so either. So that's, how that's... the fuck did they do it? Fuck knows. Yeah. I always think about the manpower because everyone needed to be working. Feel working, you know. It's better, you know, normal people. They say it was all they got normal people out of the fields and that, but they needed to be fucking working from nine till or five till whatever to. You know, to do the crops and everything like that all the fucking time just to feed themselves. You know, they um, wouldn't have been able to take that man, but even slaves, but they still need to feed the slaves. And it's just like, it's in, it's just mind boggling the logistics of it. It's brilliant. I, mean, if, I think if it's you, fantastic. Like. If you talk to a, an Egyptologist, and we have, we've talked to a couple, yeah. they'll, they'll say that Khufu crippled the country's economy. Mm. That. What? From that, that uh, fourth dynasty, I think it was that. From that point on, there was a massive decline because this sort of megalomaniac decided to put the whole country essentially at this task of building 
the Great Pyramid. And that's why, you know, as from that point, the pyramids get smaller and shittier. Because they run out of money. Like, <laughs> yeah, they like, crippled still, the economy. Yeah. I've but, still got you my know, tinfoil hat. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm open minded. It, it was some other kind of, I don't know, technology. And that's what fascinates me. All the, the, the different, just the, the idea there, that something. There else... are things like, um, like you say, the quarries where they got the stones from. They can, you know, they've, that is there. It's not as if it's magic stone or whatever. We didn't say it was. It's still I know, but, fucking things. Yeah, but, you know, didn't say yeah, they exactly maybe moving, space, but, but a lot of people are like, oh, Mars. It, there's the... Maybe they know, got the slaves from Mars to come down. Yeah, maybe uh, they did. You know, like they, there's, they know how the stones are cut. They've got the markings on the stones to show they use these sort of tools and that. Yeah, but People, no, would, some, people but dismiss that. No, it's lasers. It's magical well, it is, lasers and some, some lift of them are so energy. Fine, aren't they? That they, you know, they don't... It literally would need to have been cut by a sort of precision laser thingy thingied. You know what I mean? I mean, the, there is an argument to say that Khufu didn't well, build was an the alien. pyramid. That, well, that he just modified it. Yeah. Or yeah. or restored it. Moved in. You know, and moved in, yeah. yeah. I, the thing is, you just you, when you look into the, the logistics of it and you work out, you know, I think there are definitely holes in, in the story that were told. They tell us that it was built in 20 years because it was a tomb. But if you do the maths and you you work out 2.3 million blocks, divide it by 20 for the amount of blocks you've got to lay, cut, transport, and lay in a year, and you divide that by 52, you divide that by seven working seven days, 12 hours a day, flat out for 20 years, they've still got to cut, transport, and lay a block like every three minutes. It doesn't make sense. There's something not out. right. Well done. <laughs> yeah, definitely, yeah. There's something not right. I've done I the think... maths before because I'm reading these books saying, oh, it was built in 20 years and this is how many blocks are. I'm thinking, well, you, you can't, that's not that. There's something missing. There has to be. Yeah. Hang on. We should, we should have Phil on the podcast to talk about this. Oh, hang on. He is. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. And the Sphinx is another big one for, for Egypt, isn't it? Yeah. There's a lot of... Um, controversy have you heard of, you heard of robert shock the geologist no no he he reckons that i've probably um, heard him talk but i just forget the names of people and i go to say this person is like but anyway yeah tell me the story sorry well the, <laughs> the, the sphinx is in like a pit yeah it's, it's called the sphinx enclosure like only really the head appears above the um the 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 top, the top of the pit that's why it used to get filled with sand and yeah 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 buried but this guy, Robert Schock, who's a geologist, uh, I think he's at the University of Boston. don't know if he's still there. But he, he went like 30 years ago and looked at this. It's called the Sphinx Enclosure. And if you think of the pits, like the internal walls of the pit, he was looking at these sort of striations in the rocks and saying, that's water erosion. That's it, yeah. I was going to say that, and, yeah. And so Graham Hancock extrapolates that in, in his book, uh, Fingerprints of the Gods, and says, well... The last time there was significant rainfall at the Giza Plateau was 10,000 years ago. So yeah. does that mean the Sphinx is 10,000 years old? Whereas, I think you know, that's the only, one, the only one of his books oh, I've read. Nice one. <laughs> nice one. He, he'd be my dream guest if I'd, you know, have a few handful, but Graham Hancock, I love his books. Amazing, yeah. Have you read uh, The Sign and the Seal about the Ark of the Covenant? No. The only other one no. I've got of his is uh, Supernatural. Supernatural. Oh, that's a novel, isn't it? No, it's not. It's all about 
that one. Supernatural. I thought that one was a novel. Maybe I'm wrong. It's it's talking about how like art and um, uh, drugs and stuff helped with the evolution of man, and all about the the drawings. It's been a while. It's been it's a big book, and it's been a while. Yeah. But yeah, I think he's due a new book. Hancock. He's not released a new book for a few years. I don't know. He finds the time. He all seems to be sort of investigating and, and doing stuff. Absolutely fantastic. Li- li- you know, listening to him talk and that. That's what I wish I could remember. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I'd be really, really fucking smart, wouldn't I? And be able to remember everything that I. Because it, it, it goes in, you remember some stuff, and then I try and tell people, and it's like, blah, 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 Graham Hancock says, I don't know. History's a lie. I think I put on a. You were talking about Gobekli Tepe on the Discord. And I put history's a big whopping lie. You were like, what? I was like, I just think that, like the mainstream. You know what? What I think certainly what we were taught in this stuff. I haven't been to school for what? Older man, for like 30 years or whatever. But you know, you're taught in school like you know the slaves built the pyramids, and you know man definitely evolved from this blah 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 but there's no there's nothing to say go and investigate this it may be a bit different you know history may be a bit alternative it's not necessarily science to settle do you know what i mean they, they don't there's no expand pretty, your mind and sorry god i'm pretty i'm pretty sure i was taught that christopher columbus found, um, discovered america yeah exactly yeah yeah he did yeah, yeah. and there was no one there before <laughs> at all it was empty well, that's yeah. sort of a West, it's a West, it's a hangover of a Western bias. Yeah, racist. of course. Um, Western bias. Is that still yeah. taught nowadays? Is that, it's probably not, is it? I mean, uh, things sure change. Not. It's like know. the, you know, the... Probably the, not allowed to even mention it. No, the yeah, slaves yeah. built the pyramids. It's like they know the slaves didn't, I mean, there probably was slaves there, but it wasn't a slave force that built the pyramids. It's not, you know, that's a thing that people know now. They weren't, they weren't paid. They, they weren't slaves, but they weren't paid because no. coinage wasn't invented. No, but they were given yeah, food and were... shelter and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly, yeah. You come slaves. over and do this. Huh? They were pr- provided for. I doubt they had Sorry? a choice. No, but it's... Well, it would have been... makes you pretty much a slave, doesn't it? <laughs> Maybe. We'll give you food, but you've got no, to do no, the uh, pyramid. But when your god king tells no, you to no do something... No more than any of us. No more than any of us a slave. No less, no, exactly, yeah. I'm not a slave. I'm a free man. I'm not a number. <laughs> I'm a free man. God damn it! I think the history thing, you know, it's it's one of those things that's slow to change, isn't it? People like new findings come out, and people resist, especially people who are uh, like professors and stuff who built their careers on a certain thing. They're unwilling to accept that it could be they could be wrong, and there could be a different interpretation, or they got the times well, wrong. Stuff like that. Uh, I was listening. Yeah, they don't like it. I was listening to it. This is going to complete. It's the same with subject anything, any science. Uh, the high wire. Listen to the high wire earlier. It was uh, one of Del Pigtree went on an interview with this Australian bloke and a couple of scientists and some other lady there, and they put across there, you know, COVID. You have to get your vaccine. There. And Del Pigtree coming and was like going these stats about you know the infections in Israel, blah blah blah. And they were like, not listening to this man. It's like they just will not, you know, like they've got their own. This is it. You have to follow this kind of thing. They just won't. They're just like, no, it's rubbish. You're lying or whatever. But he'd have stats and they couldn't come back with any actual scientific shit, you know. People know, get so really... people get so invested in a certain yeah. worldview and they, and they become dogmatic. And they get paid um, to say a certain thing as well. Obviously, scientists do. But you, yeah. But that's, yes. that's, 
that's you know it's, it's a spectrum so you do have people who are, who are financially invested in a certain worldview and you have people who are educated in a certain worldview and mm. it's difficult you know if, if if you've got a certain view of the world and then something that comes along that turns it on its head that hurts psychologically mm. and it takes courage to say guess i was wrong on that it's very, I very find difficult. myself even having that. I, you know, I listen to lots of podcasts. Sometimes they'll be talking about history, and they'll they'll be saying a certain thing, and like on alternate. And I think, I don't know, do I want to believe this? I mean, and a lot of I find myself originally just thinking, no, 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 and sort of sticking more with what we know or we think we know is true. And then after a little, I think, oh, just give them a chance, and you know, perhaps it, perhaps what they're saying is right, or some of it. Not sure about the whole Tartarus thing. Is it Tartarus? Tartaria. Tartaria. My uh, I'm not, sh- I'm not sure about that. Cognitive dissonance, isn't it? But my mum, she's. I talked about her earlier about you know the COVID thing because I talk about my mum like that. <laughs> she um, <laughs> yeah. She she bought me. Have you you know the book Faxed? Do you, do you know what that is, Phil? It's um, she bought me it, and I can't. I was like, I can't read it. She's like, well, give me it back. I was like, oh, I'll read some of it. And I start, I thought I'll have a look. And as soon as I, literally the first chapter, there's this woman, uh, Susan Shaw, whatever the fuck her name is. She's like, she's gone away to Wales and the COVID thing's on. And instantly she's talking to someone who's a um, conspiracy theorist. And they're going, oh, I don't think I'll take the vax, etc. Because you don't know what's in it. And she was like, and it might be to do with 5G. But it was just like, I didn't want to read it because I just don't want to read it. And I thought I'll open it up, and it's I'll just like it. straight away. It's some fucking. Oh, I just anyway. I'm cognitive dissonance is the other way because I just. It, it you know I should I, maybe I need to have a bit more of an open mind, but I don't know. I'm still not going to go and get vaccinated. The vaccine. I'm not doing that. Not not yet. I give it. I give it till I'm, maybe when I'm seventy. <laughs> they let me let me into a supermarket then. Many... Maybe I'll be on a... when I want to go when I go to Greece or whatever on my seventieth. What booster will be on by fucking... then? <laughs> yeah, the fiftieth booster. Thing is, it's, they, uh, it's, they call it's them a, a booster. Strain. Yeah, they call them a Variant. booster, but it's not a booster, is it? It's just another shot because it's the other ones run out. They say. Yeah, it just doesn't. It doesn't work. Yeah, it's not a you booster. Know, You're it's... just getting another. That's just your third vaccine. It's nothing to do with being a booster. Or no, your fourth fact, vaccine you know, or your fifth vaccine. I remember the week, the week when Pfizer released, did the press release saying that it was 95% effective. Mm-hmm. And then one after another, 24, four hours later, AstraZeneca, J&J, they all come out with the same number. You know, they were pushed into it. But yeah. there were press releases. That was mm-hmm. like the the, pro, the pre-program. And, and now where are we at? I mean, it's looking like they're not very good. You know, if you look at what's happening in Israel and... Very good at even, all. Yeah. No. I yeah. just... I, I think it's all corruption, to be honest. Not Ron Seal, is it? it don't do what it Of course it's all Seal. corruption. <laughs> <to be honest. laughs> it's all corruption. It's just all corrupt. I watched, the whole uh, system. I, I, had, I had to self-isolate because my uh, my, my, my stepson got, um, got COVID. So we had to basically all sort of isolate. And we watched... Uh, me and my wife watched Godfather trilogy. I'm watching it. It was brilliant. I thought it was absolutely brilliant. I hadn't watched it. I'd watched it before, but I didn't get it, you know, when I watched it before. Now I kind of, it was like almost like watching government. It's like, and afterwards, like, that is what government is. The, the mafia is literally there. In, you know, that's what it is. There's nothing more 
nothing less. Well, I can't say nothing less. Nothing more than that. The government is mafia. Criminal. That's it. There's, there's no democracy as far as I'm concerned. It's, done, it's nothing. We've got no say in it. They just... They've got their bottom end. They're going to kill whoever they want to kill. And I, lo- I love the Godfather films. Brilliant. They're, Absolutely they're very, very long, but... Very long, yeah, it did take a while, yeah, to be fair, yeah. They're very Im- immersive, though. Part yeah. one and part... I mean, part three is not... not I, I really but... enjoyed it, actually, part three. Did you? Actually, yeah, I did, yeah. And I didn't think I was going to, because... And I was kind of... I wasn't going to watch it, and I, like, read the prognosis, and it was like... It actually wasn't... You know, they didn't say it was too bad, apart from his daughter's acting, and it was, like, supposed to be really crap. I was like... Well, it was... But, yeah, I, I quite actually enjoyed... You know, part three more than I thought I was going to. It was that all the Cuba stuff and that, and it wasn't it. That was in the third one, wasn't it? Was that the second? Just one? when I thought I was out, they paid me back me in. Back in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what it's like for me every day when I think I'm not going to talk about <laughs> It's like back in Twitter. <laughs> it's like oh. so. If someone sends me. Uh, you'll miss it. Uh, Jamie sends me the old TikTok, TikTok, TikTok videos. It's like someone's being dragged away by the police, and it's like, what is it? It's got not, probably got nothing to do with COVID, but you're like, oh. Like, uh, that was a disturbing video, though, with that it kid. It was, but it, it, it could be anything. Yeah, it could know? be. It could it, be like, a, like a psycho and I don't know. You, you, yeah, it, it, it context, because I haven't got, I haven't was got that TikTok. Is that the video with, uh, it looked like it was in a hospital, yeah. and yeah. a couple of police officers, and then the, yeah. little, yeah. the guy who you assume is the dad is holding yeah. this like, sort of four-year-old girl, and then they separate him, and the kid goes running under a table like yeah. those face huggers from Aliens. And Maybe. everyone's in bits crying. Yeah, the police, he's, he's, he's like, the police have to hold him down. Yeah. I mean, there's no, con- we presume it's like they're taken away to get a vaccine, but there's no real context there. We don't no, know what's anything. going on, do we? This is what's so, that pisses me off is that, you know, I want to know more. I want to yeah. know what's going on mm. there. Is this something I need to be concerned about? Or, yeah. you know, like you said, context is everything, isn't it? I, I mean, think it's organ transplant, transplant in hospital. <laughs> <laughs> He just sunk maybe his kid. she was she's fallen gong maybe yeah, yeah she's like a master in fallen gong and they finally got her <laughs> I don't know I don't know I don't know like a lot of those videos you don't know if they're true do you people post stuff and say oh I've just I don't know my friends just died of after the thing well, COVID jab or something else and you're just like you don't know you don't know if they're true or being real there was and... what there was one went went round this week you know um in I think it was Sydney, they had this soccer stadium, and they were inviting twenty four thousand kids to come. Yeah, that's right. I had that. And then, you know, a video comes out, and it's obvi- it's obviously in Australia. You can tell by their accents, and basically, some lad is there skitzing out on the floor. Oh yeah, and I saw that one, staff yeah. Put the screens around him. It's like, don't just leave it there. I want to know what's happened. Always like. Four kids died or something in there or something like that, just in the yeah, stadium or something. We don't know. Like, do we hear that, but we I don't. Can't remember get... what, I was reading it early, but I can't fucking remember where I saw it. Maybe it was on. You never get comp. You know, you need to verify this stuff because there's so much bullshit flying around. That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That, that's the thing. Yeah. Just uh, and I admit I do uh, get like we've got a. Um, well, actually, it's, it's a de- almost a defunct family. What's got a WhatsApp group for the family when there was a lockdown, so we could get in touch with my mum and stuff like that, you know. So everyone felt all connected or whatever. But invariably, I can't help myself. I like to post. It, um, it just turns fucking... into Richard posting stuff and my sister posting other stuff anti 
against his stuff. Like fact, she, she basically, Google, she just basically right. fact checks him every time, and just argues with you, him. You it's know, just them two arguing with like, each other. I'm like, get, getting fact checked by my sister. Well, well, you know, the rest of our family being medicated or whatever it is, and I'm just like, I suppose it doesn't really help her now because like, I'm just trying to save your life, but it's probably hopefully not beyond that but you know what I mean it's like yeah I probably shouldn't post it because it does just wind people up I just can't help it it's <laughs> just that death click well, like, doo -doo, doo -doo, doo, just, just share this one maybe they'll have a little conversation about it it's not like that though. it's like just some opposite anti whatever it's just yeah bad I know, mate, bad I mate. know where you're coming from I mean all I would say is that I hope that you're wrong oh fucking hey I hope I'm wrong you know and there is, I think there are some people who in, who enjoy it, you know, when in our conspiracy yeah. sort of community, when something yeah. comes out that someone's had an adverse event, yeah, and there are some people yeah. who, who who actively promote that stuff. And yeah, I th there are people, I'm sure there are people who are willing it, who are like willing it to, to turn to turn south. And I, I really hope. You know, I'm I'm not down that road. I think I think it's pretty reckless the way it's been rolled out without any long term stuff. Should definitely not be giving it kids. And you know, I would argue that it should only be the elderly and people who are vulnerable who should be yeah. even thinking about having it. Yeah. But I, you know, I just really hope that what our worst fears aren't don't materialize. I just feel sick I'm thinking about it. You just think it can't possibly be. I don't think it's you know people will say oh it's a plan to depopulate I don't think it is I don't. It's a rubbish plan. I don't think it's plan. intentional. No, I think it's a rubbish plan because I don't know why they would want to depopulate the world at the moment. They, just, they, oh, they do want they, to depopulate. They want people they to probably keep... want to do it on a, a decline. Well, they want, to... I don't know if they do. I think they just they want do, people to I buy mean... their shit all the time. And Even just the man with the really nice money. voice, Mr. Attenborough, wants to depop. They want to depopulate the world, but they don't. I don't necessarily think they want to, you know, kill billions in no, few months. Or but or, the thing you is, know, oxygen, graphite, no, oxygen, or whatever. And having an opinion world. saying that the world could probably do with having less people, and that's not the same as saying you want to depopulate the world, is it? Dave Attenborough could easily say um, the world could do with having less people in it. It doesn't mean he wants to go out and murder people. He just I, that it's an opinion. Do with a million pounds in it. Well, it could do. I know, and I do want it. No, but I'm just no because someone <laughs> says like, oh, the world might be better if there wasn't as many people. Doesn't mean they want everyone to die. They're just it's an opinion. No, I know, I know. I, I think know, we could, know, yeah. you know, there's lots of stuff we could all agree on that, you know, we could probably all agree now the world probably would be better with less people in it. I don't I, want, I, I don't want to, you know, go and kill. But I don't want to depopulate the world. I'm just it's an it's an observation that at the moment the way our the way the way our systems are run, the way we're set up, we, you know, this amount of people is it's not working. I mean, we could easily support that many people with a different system and a different way working. of doing stuff. Oh well, Lee, Lee, you might you might say that we need a great reset. <laughs> yeah, I could say that. <laughs> well. Welcome to the Great Reset. I'll, I'll go over it. You'll nothing and you will be happy. Yeah. And you will. You will Maybe. own nothing. Everything will be on pays to pay as demand. I mean, I it used it started with mobile phones. All, all, all mm. of a sudden with the iPhone and the Galaxies, phones went from being fifty quid for an handset to five hundred pounds and then a thousand pounds. Well, people can't afford that, so you get it on tick. Yeah. And you pay a monthly contract for a year, it used to be. And then it was 18 mm. months. And then it was two years. Yeah. And now it's cars. 
Every fucker's driving around in brand new cars. Yeah. And the, you know, how can you afford They don't that? have. They can't. They can't. No. no. They haven't got 30 grand. They haven't no. got 30 grand to spend on a car. The BMW's parked in your car in your driveway. It's like, no, nah, you don't know. Yeah, you but don't know yet. They, they can manage 300 quid a month, you know, for the HP. Mm. They don't own it. No. And that's the way things are going to go, I think. I think that's going to be expanded. And it's we're just addicted to credit. And what, yep. it's, it's, this, it's rooted in consumerism, isn't it? We always yeah. want the biggest, best, newest shit. Mm. And we can't wait. I need it now. I need it yesterday. Give me the new fucking phone, the new tablet, the new laptop. I get it. All right, I can't afford it, but I can afford 30 quid a month. Fuck it. Mm. Mine cost me £80 and it was a re... It was a, mine broke, and I bought a, exactly the same model from my website, and it's fucking it, exactly the same as my other phone. Like, as in the battery don't work on it. It's almost <laughs> like a clone. I think they just cloned my phone and then sent me. And I couldn't, for the world of me, work out where I bought the fucking thing from. But I couldn't send it back. China. You brought it from I, China. I, yeah, probably. That's I keep basically all of my I, all of my emails, and I just couldn't work out how to. Anyway, so you need a five hundred pound phone, like whatever. Oh what? Yeah. But you are, you're right. You don't actually the, um... need it. I think I've had uh, the same phone for, I think, four or five years now. Yeah, me too. So, um, the S, I got a Galaxy S8. So I'm guessing that's maybe four or five years ago. And it Probably. came, it was a two year contract. And the, you know, your you contract runs out and they send you an email. Oh, you're, you're ready for an upgrade. Yeah. How about the S10 or the S9 or whatever the fuck it was? I looked at this thing and I thought, it fucking does everything. Does everything mm. I need. I don't need to spend, you know, an extra thirty quid a month just to get, you know, a slightly better screen. Your, your or extra X X X um uh, camera or whatever, but that you never you know, use. They're shit. Oh. Right, and it's really good having a camera on your phone, walk around, you know, take pictures of fucking daffodils or whatever you do, bunnies. Add them to um, your library. You never look at. But try and zoom into the moon. You know, or a fucking spaceship flying over. It can't take shit, can it? You can't take a picture of anything. <laughs> That's the way they make them, though. Oh, the camera, yeah. It's like it's a conspiracy. A, a fucking Mothman's flying over me. It's like a, a splodge of shit on your, <laughs> on your fucking. They're because they're, because the moon's a hologram. A when you try and take a picture of it, the radio waves coming off it interrupt your camera. In that right, yeah, Rick? Yeah, so, so, it probably. Yeah, it's just a light in the sky. Well, yeah. That's all it is. It's just someone just just a light like a, on a thingy. Ding ding. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, what do you what do you think about uh, aliens and um, shit like that? Extra you know, extra dimensional way, extra dimensional beings or uh, aliens or I'm not buying it. Demons? Not what you know? But there's no what what, no, what bit are you buying? I think I think he's not buying a new phone for a start, and he ain't buying aliens either. Or a new van? No, uh, I think um, there's probably life. You know, out outside our solar system. Yeah. In the vastness of the universe. I don't oh, so think we're, not, we're not on a flat earth then. No, are we fucking? <laughs> go on, yeah. Anyway, go on, carry on. But um I don't think they've visited us. I'm not I'm not buying it. Okay. What about all the reports of stuff that people have seen? Is everybody everybody seen something? It was it all um Did all you military cartcraft? Phil, did you watch that video I posted in your Discord from those um, people who do special effects? That was good. Yeah. I I like that. It was um, you know, the Tic Tac videos and that, Rick. They were breaking yeah, yeah. down that, and like one of them, they were just like analyzing because obviously they do they do effects and stuff. They understand how cameras and that work. And a yeah. couple of them was like, oh, this one where it's um, 
you know, he's locked on that thing that's flying along. They said it could be a bird because the the, the plane's moving so quickly, and yeah. the thing that's that he's tracking probably isn't moving really quickly, and it just makes it look like it's it could be anything. It was just a, a good thing they were just breaking down think, like three think, or four of them. You, and, um, um, yeah, well, I think you've, you've I think you have showed me them before. Like it's basically just um, re they're like special effects people. Is that yeah. what you're talking about? Is that, yeah, I, I think I've seen that before. You did actually. Um, yeah, they just uh, just analysing like different, and one of them there was one where they, it looked like a triangle thing, and they said it's probably do with because it's taken the, the someone's using a phone, it's like the apertures, like a really poor aperture, like the better the better the the uh, what's it called the lens and that the aperture has more segments on it, yeah. And if you do like a really crappy phone, they'll just do a thing where it's like got three segments. So therefore, if the when you take a picture of something that's like blurry, it, it's it's like makes a, the aperture makes a triangle. So the thing you're taking a picture of is a triangle, and that's why these about, things come out like flying triangles. Yeah, but people have. What about people that? They, they were just explaining right. the pictures that we saw that, that, that were on this millions, thing. millions. I mean, I've seen weird shit. I don't know what it is, you know, but it's probably just you know planes or whatever. But how about um, people that claim to be abducted by? I do. We had, we had uh, te uh, Terry Lovelace on our show right. like about yeah. six months ago, and he went in great detail and is such a credible witness. Yeah. Like his his career and he's a edu well educated, smart guy. He's had you know positions in in public office, like esteemed positions, and he got, went through his entire account with us, and you know I can't explain that. Mm. Can't explain that. This is where the, the sort of doubt is in my head. You know, I just don't know. I just don't I have, know. Um, I don't know either. I, but I, I think if I, anything has come from somewhere else, it's going to be like a dimensional thing, and not like a spaceship that's travelled across. Parallel. You know, well, well, maybe jumping <laughs> parallel, yeah. punching through dimensions. That it, I think it, it's. it's I think it can only be that. It can't be something on a spaceship that's flying through space and taking. I don't know. Be, but it's probably not what if they the, from I, I don't know obviously but yeah come the, the interdimensional angle is really interesting i read a book earlier right at the beginning of the year called uh, a new model a new model of the universe or a new model for the universe i can't remember by pd uspensky and he spends a chapter breaking down dimensions how we perceive dimensions and how fourth fifth and sixth dimensions could work and it's like it proper bends your head kind of stuff. <laughs> I'm sure it does. Yeah, What's that but called? the way he that book uh, called? An, a new model of the universe. Okay, sounds interesting. Saying I'll be interested. A new model of the universe. Yeah, I've just seen it in the pile there, and I, I put post-it notes and highlight pen all the way through it, all the bits like I, I will go back and reread. It, it just it, like it, I can't remember. It's months since I read it, but if you think if you can imagine like a one dimension as being a line. So two points with a line in between. And then a two-dimensional universe or a two-dimensional being would be like a plane, like yeah. a, a square. And then a three-dimensional being being a cube. But if, if you, if you, I can't explain it because I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm, we, I'm well out of my depth, but he does a really good job of explaining it. And it, it sort of... Uh, leaves open that possibility to rush even someone who's trying to be rational and sort of explain these things in a way that makes sense like... without invoking 
like supernatural yeah. or you know more prosaic explanations it, it, we call it all sort of supernatural and stuff like that but it, it's natural isn't it i mean we're, we're just i tried to say i mean i think i've wound my brother up before like by saying we're literally just energy we you know nothing really exists you like tap a table it's not really there it's just our perception of it you know we just perceive it's our like brain or whatever it is just perceives the all the energies and stuff around us we don't we don't actually exist as like this it's so hard to explain but i know what i mean we don't we this isn't our ultimate sort of existence uh, we just it's just how we appear to each other you know we're we're i don't know made out of light etc and it's like the quantum like the quantum physicists say that we're we're more nothing than something mm. and yeah, like the spaces space the spaces between our atoms there's yeah. a famous thing where if, if you took every atom of human every human being who ever existed and you crunched down all the atoms and got rid of all the empty space every human who ever lived would fit inside the space of a baseball yeah we're more nothing than something a lot of people are a lot more nothing than something <laughs> i had a uh, i had a um i had an experience with um i used something called salvia you know do you know what salvia is salvia divinorium you heard of that have you used it yeah. have you You've used it? No. But I, I am basically, I got this little tube like this and I was like, I'm going to just, you know, just going to have an experience here. So uh, basically I got this, this pipe. I know you have to have like a super burner or whatever. And I got this, I got the tiniest little bit and I thought I'll just, um, I'll just do it. Go onto my, lay onto my bed, have an experience, whatever it is. Obviously you, I know now you're supposed to have people with you and shit like that because it's pretty um Anyway, I'd done this thing and I was like, and I instantly became this um, infinite beam of light experience. Uh, and that, that's my, um, that's my, I, 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 that's my experience. I was in a beam, I became this infinite beam of light forever. It was like fucking, it, it, changed, it changed my life, honestly, because I used to suffer from depression and stuff like that. And, and um, but it was a bit scary coming out, but that, that was my thing. I became an infinite yeah, being a fly, I've experienced that. But as I was coming out of it, this is quite a funny thing. Um, came out of it and I became merged with the carpet, and I I got stuck in the. I, I experienced what it was to be a, a, a fiber, of, you know, like the fiber of feeling like I was the carpet. So I was, I know what it is to be stuck in the carpet for infinity, and that that's what that felt like. And I'm, I kind of like managed. I was living at my parents at the time. I kind of like managed to sort of crawl into the, the hallway. And then I got stuck in the wall and I was fucking stuck in the wall forever. And I was, it was really, that bit, all that stuff was really terrifying. And I remember like going, Ooh, it's like thinking, fucking called an ambulance, man. I'm fucked here. Um, but that, I mean, so I, that's why, um, anyway, but the infinite beam of light made me realize that that's what we are. And, that, and after that, I, I was almost sort of cured of depression and stuff like that, because I, I know that this isn't everything, but obviously the carpet and shit like that that's what i think you know you get haunted um you hear about haunted tables and shit like that i think maybe that's the feeling of what someone's stuck in the wall or stuck in the carpet or stuck in a picture it's like being on salvia but stuck in the fucking anyway i, I, I think wow, yeah. every, every, every single person on the planet should have to smoke some salvia at some point just to experience that because the, the infinite being of light was just like anyway what about a yeah. uh... 
DMT of video. I've you. never, no. I've only done oh, that basic salvia, and it was only a tiny bit. I've still got the rest of it upstairs after 15 years, whatever. But no, I'd like, I'd like to at least, you know, ayahuasca, DMT, peyote. I tried mushrooms, but they didn't work. I didn't think I brewed them enough properly. Oh, sorry. Uh, have you, have you done any of that stuff? Or? Yeah, mushrooms and yeah, I remember seeing like wallpaper dripping off the walls and oh, that's cool. the guy. Um, I was I was um, in a at a house party and there was this uh, prog rock guy from um, what's the name of the band? Hawkwind. All right. Uh, and he sort of I was looking up at him and he sort of turned into an owl. <laughs> oh, not the owl. Oh, oh, oh that's a uh, that's a uh, abduction experience, isn't it? Yeah. Mo Moloch. He turned into Moloch. No, no, the, uh, you know, a lot of people that have um, abduction experience experience seeing these giant owls. Really? You not heard that? Yeah, that, that's no. a, a big thing of um, abductees. They see owls, big, uh, big owl, like human-sized owls. So maybe you're having an experience of an interdimensional being there. Maybe awesome. that's where the mo the Moloch thing comes from. That then. could be as well. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, the worship of um owls, which is actually the worship of um extra di um extra dimensional beings or ETs or whatever. I'm sort of quite um, uh, what's the word? Um, when it comes to hallucinogenics and stuff, yeah, I'm a bit cautious really now. Should be, yeah, I'm older. I certainly am. But it, you know, yeah. it's just a. Yeah, it's, like... it's a con the concern is that you might end up damaging yourself, and you know that was back when I was in my, yeah. you know, twenty years old or something. Whereas now I've got a uh, responsibilities. I'm yeah, in the system, agree, yeah. you know. I've got kids, and I've got to, you know, find the mortgage payment every month and all the rest of it. And I, so... I had some magic mushrooms growing in my garden, like psilocybin. I didn't, I haven't touched them. I was just like. That's telling me to. I've got like it's a grow bag of all these vegetables and shit, which I don't even know what they are. I can't remember what they were. And I planted them, but I had magic mushrooms growing in there. And I was like, that's telling me I should use them. And I was like, but I didn't because responsibilities and stuff like that. Oh, I think man. a lot of it's to do with the setting, isn't it? And uh, yeah, doing it in the right sort of frame the of right mind. Right people, right. Yeah, you shouldn't do it if you're any of that stuff. If you're uh, if you're struggling with. I don't know about depression because they say that you know psilocybin that can help with depression. Yeah, now. so it's a, it's a difficult the, thing there, isn't it? Like, there's on, ongoing uh, studies. I can't remember where where it is that's doing them, but yeah, yeah. using um, psilocybin and um, the M M MDMA. Yeah, yeah, that's for, right. Yeah. For PTSD and mm. depression and different things, and yeah, that these can be sort of like a reset for people with psychological problems, and it can be used as a medicine. I think it's insane uh, that you, you, the, these things can grow in your garden. But if you pick them and dry them out, it's class having heroin. It's like fucking seriously. It's absolutely insane. Why oh. is that? Why do we think that uh, psychedelics are illegal? Oh, because they open up your mind. <sighs> and you get to contact extra dimensional beings that tell you it's, everything's cool, man. Because well, it's to do with the medical as well, um, like medical uses. If you can grow stuff in your garden, then you don't have to go to the doctor and get them. You know, guys, don't have to get pharmaceuticals. I've got, I've got going in about five minutes. The race. Okay. All right. I'm just going to get my shoes on ready. <laughs> we'll just finish it now. Then we'll just finish it. Oh, sorry. To... All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Right, we can wrap it, it up now. Anyway, we're the big conspire, <laughs> and you can find us on. Lee, tell us where you can find us. Twitter. Uh, I forget. Uh, Odyssey, um, Odyssey. That's a bit eight, really. Apple, Apple, Facebook, 
Instagram. We don't. No, all that stuff. He says this every time. We don't got a Facebook page. You're on Instagram. This, this, we're not even on Instagram. We got banned, I think, and never got ever went back. I think <laughs> he, he, he posted one thing on Instagram and it got off. Right, you, you <laughs> pretty much guess on Instagram. You can get us on Twitter on uh, yeah, Big Conspire. Odyssey, Big Conspire. Send us a and, message. Uh, um, was it Big Conspire at hotmail.com if you want to? Yeah, yeah. I don't think we've yeah. ever received a message, but someone must send us money <laughs> yeah. or something. Yeah. No one's listening. Bill, what about you? Where can they find the Amish Inquisition? Just uh, wherever you're listening. Search for the Amish Inquisition. You'll, you'll find us. Or go to theamishinquisition.com and uh, all the links are there. Awesome. Anyway. Okay, well, it's it's been a it's been a pleasure. I've enjoyed yeah, it tonight. Nice to nice to finally meet you in face to face and have a chat. I got a, I got a face. I remember you saying oh, it's good to put a face to these people, but you're just it's your face now uh, for all of them. <laughs> is there three of you? Is there three of you or two of you? Yeah, three. Usually three. Yeah. Usually, because two of, I think two of you sound very very similar, and one sounds a little bit different to the other two. So it's hard to work out who's. It doesn't matter anyway, but it's cool. All right, anyway. Better go. Catch you later.